Good morning. I'm Arjun Singh from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, February 4th. In today's news, prosecutors seek to rearrest Kyle Rittenhouse. And Canada declares the Proud Boys a terrorist group. But first, the big idea. Partisan rancor erupted on Capitol Hill as Democrats cemented their control over both chambers of Congress and the White House. With a continuing resolution in hand, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer formally took the reins of the Senate from now Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. But while the balance of power shifted in the Senate, in Congress's lower chamber, House Democrats are preparing to hold a vote to oust Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene today. The Post, Paul Kane, and Mike DeBonis report that the same day Democrats announced their vote, the House's top Republican, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, declined to take action against Green over extremist statements made in the past. Even before setting foot in Washington, Green generated controversy on the campaign trail in her home state of Georgia when she shared a picture of herself on Facebook holding an AR-15 next to the images of Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, and Ilan Omar, in which she pledged to, quote, save America and stop socialism. And controversy continued to follow her. Past social media comments made by Green have shown her affinity for debunked far-right conspiracy theories such as QAnon and Pizzagate. And once in Congress, Green quickly picked fights with Democrats such as Omar, whom she falsely accused of marrying her sibling on Twitter, and Cori Bush of Missouri, who requested her office be moved away from Green's after an altercation between the two over Green's refusal to wear a mask. In a statement released as he addressed members behind closed doors, McCarthy condemned Green's comments, questioning the veracity of school shootings, encouraging political violence, and promulgating anti-Semitic falsehoods. Yet despite his condemnation, McCarthy said he would not seek to remove Green from her House assignments and accused Democrats of a, quote, partisan power grab. As McCarthy released his statement, the House Rules Committee voted to advance a measure stripping Green of her committees, setting up a floor vote. We never had a member like this before. This is truly sick stuff, Representative Jim McGovern, the Rules Committee chairman, said. Meanwhile, President Biden, who still has hopes that he'll be able to find some Republican support, for his $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, is coming to terms with the reality that the first major piece of legislation of his presidency may have to move along strictly party lines as Democrats prepare to utilize a special legislative tool to shuttle the relief bill through both chambers and onto Biden's desk. We need to act, and we need to act fast, Biden said in a conference call with Democrats. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, prosecutors on Wednesday sought a new arrest charge against Kyle Rittenhouse, the 18-year-old from Illinois who is charged with fatally shooting two people amid protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin over the summer. The Post, Hannah Knowles, and Kim Belware report that in the three-page motion filed Wednesday afternoon, prosecutors alleged Rittenhouse had, quote, minimal incentive to comply with his bond conditions because his $2 million bond had been paid by a, quote, dubious internet fundraising campaign. In a summer filled with massive street demonstrations and protests, Rittenhouse became a minor celebrity in some conservative circles, portrayed by right-wing groups as a hero who shot in self-defense and wanted to protect the community from rioting. Rittenhouse was released on bail last fall using money raised by a right-wing group. Invoking the outside funding that bought Rittenhouse's release, Kenosha County prosecutors asked a judge to raise Rittenhouse's bond by $200,000. 
Prosecutors stated in their motion, it is, quote, extremely unusual for a defendant facing a charge of first-degree intentional homicide in Kenosha County to post cash bond and be released from custody pending trial. Rarely does our community see accused murderers roaming about freely. Speaking publicly to the Washington Post last year, Brittenhouse said he did not regret having a gun the night of the violence. I feel I had to protect myself. I would have died that night if I didn't, he said. Number two. The Proud Boys, a far-right group that have promoted political violence, were declared a terrorist entity by Canada on Wednesday, joining a list that includes Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and Al-Shabaab. My colleague Amanda Coletta reports that the announcement by Canadian Public Safety Minister Bill Blair came less than a month after some Proud Boys joined the violent mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Described by Blair as the, quote, most significant threat to domestic security, the move is part of an effort in the nation to crack down on, quote, ideologically motivated violent extremism. Founded in 2016 by Vice Media co-founder Gavin McInnes, the Proud Boys are a far-right male-only group who describe themselves as Western chauvinists. In addition to participating in the attack on the Capitol, the group also has a history of street violence, including against Black Lives Matter protesters. In Canada, the designation as a terrorist group carries both financial and legal consequences. Police can now seize the property of the group, its members may be denied entry to the nation, and banks can seize their assets. It is also a crime to knowingly provide assistance to a designated group or carry out an attack. Senior government officials said they were not aware of any other jurisdiction that has designated the Proud Boys as a terrorist group. They said the Capitol insurrection was not the driving factor, but it did produce a, quote, trove of information that was added to the intelligence reports that informed the decision. Asked whether there was any evidence the Proud Boys posed a security threat to Canada, Blair said, quote, absolutely yes, and cited concerning violence in the aftermath of the presidential election. And in the U.S., White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Wednesday the American government was conducting its own review. The designation follows a unanimous vote by Canadian lawmakers last week to urge the federal government to designate the Proud Boys as a terrorist entity immediately. But that move was criticized by anti-hate groups and national security analysts who worried the decision might be seen as politicized. But Blair said politics played no role in the decision and that the government is constantly monitoring and gathering intelligence to inform its decision. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, February 4th. I'm Arjun Singh. Thanks for listening.